the adventure is coming to basically kind of like a pay-per-view. But this had a very, very, very stacked card. I uh, love the whole gimmick. Uh, I think it's a whole gimmick still, by the way. But I like the whole winter gimmick, so. Uh, Diamond Ring Battle Royale started off. Dark Order keeps trying to win over Hangman Adam Page. They're trying to help him stuff with stuff. Not going to eliminate anything. Uh, Sean Spears keeps coming in and out. Screwing over Scorpio Sky. Uh, people booed when Silver got tossed out. I booed with him because Johnny Hungy is one of the best things on TV. Fucking love John Silver. That dude's amazing, man. Uh, he's over, man. Johnny Hungy is over. Uh, Dark Order ends up saving Hangman again. Uh, Matt Hardy ends up throwing out Hangman. <sighs> Excuse me. Uh, that caught me very off guard. I'm like, Matt freaking Hardy. That's crazy. Uh, Miro tosses out like five or six guys. The inner circle ends up jumping Miro, but Miro fights it out. And then, you know, we get the finally, you know, you know, Vince McMahon is probably watching this somehow, even though it's not his company. Uh, Wardlow and Miro are going at it. The big boys are fighting it out. Uh, Jungle Boy and Sammy Guevara are having this great exchange back and forth. And the whole time, I'm just like, I really need to see Jungle Boy and Sammy Guevara one-on-one at a pay-per-view. That'd uh, be amazing. Uh, MJF tosses out Sammy. This is going to cost some riff because, you know, MJF just recently joined the inner circle. And, you know, Sammy is not too keen on him anyway. Uh, Orange Cassidy takes out Wardlow. That hurt my soul a little bit, but I love Orange Cassidy. Uh, so it will be Orange Cassidy versus MJF for the Dynamite Diamond Ring next week. I'm glad they're keeping this a tradition. But, you know, I I definitely think that it's kind of funny. It would be kind of funny to have a freaking... um. What is it? Uh, Orange Cassidy win. I think it would be fucking hilarious. Uh, Then we get a first time ever of Frankie Kazarian versus Chris Jericho. They kept building this match up. And the whole time, I'm just like, what if it made more sense to do Christopher Daniels and Chris Jericho? Because you know Jericho's wanted that match forever. Uh, Kazarian with the wave of the future from the top rope for a near fall. I haven't seen him do that, man. Since that awesome, awesome match he had with Kurt Angle on TNA. One of my favorite TNA matches of all time was Kazarian versus Kurt Angle. When he got a world title shot for something. Uh, Kaz locking in the walls of Jericho. He actually got close to tapping out Jericho. Uh, MJF comes out, throws in the, tries to throw in the towel, but Sammy Guevara stops him. Sammy Guevara grabs the towel and then Jericho gets distracted. He gets pissed because it looks like Sammy's the one that's going to throw in the title. Uh, Judas Effect, done. He takes out Kazarian with the Judas Effect for the win. Sammy and MJF are going at it. And uh, and Wardlow and Hager start going at it. Jericho basically stops the whole thing. He's like, we're having a meeting next week. And if we can't decide or we get back on the page, you know, the same page, the inner circle is finished. So serious stuff happening with the inner circle here. Like I said... MJF joining the inner circle is exactly what everybody thought. He's here to destroy them from the inside, of course, duh. You know what I mean? But uh, I'm okay with this. Two very good stuff back to back. Um uh my my favorite tag team in AEW, the acclaimed are backstage with the young bucks. They're going at it. Uh, my my boy be rapping, man. He be they're the best part of dark. To me, is the acclaimed. They're fucking hilarious. Uh, TH2 ends up jumping the Bucks, helping out the acclaimed. So, 
maybe a three-way here, or TH2 is going to get a title match, even though they're probably going to lose, which is sad because they're legit also like one of my favorite tag teams. Uh, Britt Baker versus legit Layla Hirsch. I thought this was going to be a squash match, but they gave uh, Layla Hirsch a lot of offense, and I was very happy about it. I actually thought she was going to win. Uh, Britt using Reba and then locking in the lockjaw for the win, but this was a great, 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 great match. Uh, Thunder Rosa ends up jumping Britt Baker after the match, so we're, we're really going to get that Thunder Rosa-Britt Baker rivalry, which is weird, because I feel like that would have been perfect for the NWA title, but uh, Serena, Serena Deeb, Serena Deeb, as I call her, has been killing it anyway, so. Then we get, oh boy, like I said, this is a very pumped up show, and this is the mostly the main reason why, but you see, I'm not going to be that guy, this is my second main reason of the show. My first reason, we'll find out. Darby Allen and Cody Rhodes, which is absolute Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. For some reason, they changed his name to Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, you know, Will Hobbs made more sense. You know, Will Power and all that whole stuff. It says it all over his theme. He has it all over his tights. But for some reason, they changed his name to Powerhouse Hobbs. I don't know if Vince McMahon was working backstage at AEW that night. But nonetheless, we get a good match. Uh, Hobbs murders Darby with a clothesline on the outside. Lord, I legit thought he was going to kill this man. I'm like, he's dead. He's absolutely dead. Uh, Hobbs ends up throwing Darby by his ears all the way to the, to the air. This man is getting murdered. Uh, Darby hits a mini coffin drop. I mean, a coffin drop for the win. Uh, I hate that Stark is always the one taking the L's because Ricky Starks to me is going to be probably in the top five the best superstars of AEW's creation like you know you know he's pretty much a made man he's made all those weird promos like Ricky Stark is a fucking star I just bought his shirt today so he's a fucking star but I hate he's the one always taking the L's especially to Darby like come on man I love Darby but Ricky Stark is the fucking star uh Hobbs goes back in it to kill Darby Arn is trying to help Beat up Hobbs. They're about to let him have it. Dustin comes out. He gets the shit beat out of him. The lights go off. And I make a joke, right? The lights go off and I'm like, huh, what is it? Is it fucking Sting? Fucking Sting debuts. He's got awesome music. He's got the fake snow coming out. He has a sick AEW shirt. He comes out. He stares down, you know, Arn Anderson. Stares down Cody, and then he stares down Darby. Like I said, I have no idea what's going on. This was, I knew he was coming in sooner or later, but I really, really did not think that winter was coming with the whole gimmick of Sting coming. So this was... Absolutely fantastic. Like I said, I am a gigantic Sting fan. I fucking love Sting. I, I still felt this man was robbed of a great run in WWE. Because of injuries and, you know, he kept pitching ideas and they kept saying no. Uh, like I said, they could have done that undertaker cinematic match. It would have been awesome. But no, they chose not to. And then here we go. The main event time. Kenny Omega. You know, the cleaner himself is back versus John Moxley. Uh, for the AEW World Championship. Uh, Omega starts working Moxley's knee. Uh, nice pup handle exploder by Moxley. Very uh, different move from him. Uh, Moxley keeps getting pissed. So they're going at it and Moxley's getting pissed. So he grabs the chair. I'm like, uh-oh. Please no DQ or none of that bullshit here. 
And then he sits down the chair and he gets a chair for Kenny and he sits down a chair. He wants a face-to-face fight where they slip on, sit on the chairs and they start slapping the crap out of each other. Uh, Kenny Omega starts teeing off on this man. You know, he gets off the chair, he starts beating the crap out of him. That was a great spot, my favorite spot of the match. Uh, Kenny Omega with uh, V-Trigger's the soul out of uh, Moxley. Uh, two Snapdragons, another V-Trigger. Moxley gets up, no sells, hits a big clothesline for a near fall. Uh, hits a, he's about to go for the uh, elevated Death Rider. He hits the elevated dre- Death Rider. Kenny Omega is the second person to kick out of the elevated je- Death Rider. Paradigm Shift or whatever you want to call it. The Death Rider is a cooler, cooler name. I'm going by his New Japan stuff because I love Moxley more in New Japan. Uh, Mox with a dive. Kenny V triggers a mid-dive. That was a fantastic spot. Uh, this was my favorite, favorite spot of the match next to the chair things. Kenny... He's about to hit the Rainmaker, it looks like. You know, he, I mean, he's about to hit, a, he hits the Okada dropkick. Then sets up for the Rainmaker. Hits the V-Trigger instead, the Rain Trigger, as he calls it. Um, hits a Quoit's Wrath for a near fall. Haven't seen that move in forever. Freaking a Death Rider right away. Uh, freaking, um. So, yeah, it's a Death Rider and two, like, some weird space heaters on the outside Moxley hits on them. Doctors ends up stopping a match. Uh, Don Callis goes to check on him. Remember, he's Kenny's friend from Impact Wrestling. He's commentating. He's just here to commentate. Mox ends up shoving Don Callis. Excuse me. Uh, Omega hits uh, fucking Moxley with the mic that Don Callis brought in. Um, Mox busted open five V-triggers. Five V-triggers later. He hits Every version you could think of. The one in the rope. The one in the turnbuckle. The one behind the back of the head. The one in the back of the head. The one in the side of the head. He hits every big trigger possible. One winged angel. And for a second, they scared me. I thought they were going to have Mox kicked out the one winged angel. But they fucking know better than that. Only one man in history has kicked out the one winged angel. And Okada wasn't even one of them. So let's keep it that way. Uh, Kenny Omega. The new AEW World Champion. My guy's back, man. He's been dead for a year and a half, but Kenny has finally got that confidence back that he had in New Japan that I, I need him to have. Like I said, his promo work has been great. Uh, him and Don Callis take off. They're about to get into the car and basically says, Kenny will explain everything on this Tuesday on Impact Wrestling. So this this show was crazy. This show had the diamond ring, you know, it was good. You know, Kazarian and Jericho, that was okay. Uh, Layla Hirsch getting some time in, that was great. The debut of fucking Sting. So we had the debut of Sting. Kenny Omega winning the AEW Championship. And then what do you add on top of that? A fucking invasion of Impact Wrestling. Like I said, I already tried to watch Impact because I actually don't mind the show, you know. Um, I actually waited to do this review. I was going to do my review, but I actually waited to add this part to it of Kenny Omega showing up on Impact. So, you go all the way to the end and Josh Matthews starts interviewing Kenny Omega and Don Callis. Uh, Basically, we skip to the end of it. Don Callis explains his whole friendship with Kenny Omega. Explains everything they've been through together. Explained everything they've been through together in, you know, New Japan and everything. Basically, where anytime Kenny wins a world title, he's right there with him. 
Then Kenny starts spewing off this nonsense about comic books and how he used to be a collector, and he's back to being a collector. But instead of comic books, he wants titles. He wants the Impact World Championship. He wants the New Japan World Championship. He wants the, you know, AW Championship. He just wants titles. He wants to be the collector. He even like he even said, "I am the cleaner." You know, I am the collector now. So, the collector Kenny Omega. So that's the reason I waited to do this review, and I, I'm pretty jazzed. A lot of people could say this was a one-off, but they definitely built to a match with him and Rich Swan when Rich Swan was walking backstage and he was trying to get in the bus or something. And they basically said, oh, only champions allowed. And he's like, what the fuck? I'm the Impact World Champion. He's like, nah, wrong champion. AEW World Champion only. So I can already see the potential of match of the year of if they do Swan versus Kenny. That that just sounds way too good on paper. So I'm pretty much sold on that one. I can tell you that. But that was uh, AEW Winter is Coming. Fantastic show. Like a lot of people are saying it was the best AEW show. And I want to say I kind of agree, not because of the match quality, because the matches weren't a lot, but the shock value. Sting debut, impact wrestling thing, and AEW world champion Kenny Omega. But th- this is a great show. Alright, now we get to the NXT before war war games. Yeah, say it right. Uh, Pat Patterson tribute video. This was a very, this is probably the, like, legit, the best tribute video I've seen to someone passing away. Like I said, rest in peace, Pat Patterson. First IC champion, you know, uh, everyone loved this man backstage. You know, even um, Superstar Billy Graham finally admitted about that bullshit, all those lies you were saying about Pat Patterson and all that stuff. So I'm glad his name got cleared because of that shit, but. Rest in peace, Pat Patterson. He, he always seemed like such a cool dude. Um, but fucking, um, this was legit one of the best tribute videos. That shit was emotional, man. Uh, but let's get to the show. NXT, Leon Ruff and Damien Priest versus Santos Escobar and Raul Mendoza. Uh, the more ghost-faced people appear, I kind of love uh, Johnny Gargano riding around with a bunch of screams. Uh, they're all watching Damien Priest uh, getting his knee worked over. Uh, he, he hits the reckoning, and then uh, he tags in Leon Rush, Leon Rush, Leon Ruff, Leon Ruff hits Sprock Splash for the win. Like I said, not too bad here. August Gray versus Cameron Grimes. Uh, Grimes with a nice side under side slam. Then he basically says to the moon, tosses his man because the double stomp. He gets a strap right, and he straps himself to Gray, and he starts beating the shit. Out of August Gray, basically showing what he's gonna do to Dexter Loomis. Uh, Lou ends up, Loomis ends up taking Gray's place without Cameron Grimes noticing, because you know he's Cameron Grimes, and basically he beats the shit out of Grimes. Uh, so they we're building up to the strap match. Hopefully they don't do the stupid four corner touch thing. Jake Atlas versus Tony Nice. Uh, Rainbow DDT by Jake Atlas. He gets a promo after. Like I said, Jake Atlas is very impressive, man. That match he had with Santos Escobar on live TV was so fucking good. It was crazy. Uh, Pat and the boys coming out. Uh, you know, Pat's out here just cutting. Hello, promo, man. He, he, I know he insults the wrestling, you know, in the internet wrestling community a lot, but I think Pat's doing a great fucking job, man. He's guy's good in the ring and he can cut promos. Even Phil CM Punk himself said it. Everyone should be ashamed of how good Pat McAfee is. It's crazy. 
Uh, Boa and Zaylee are still getting punished, and this is so interesting to me because I want to know who is this lady, who is this person that they're letting down and is treating them like shit. This is fantastic storytelling. You know what I mean? Like, this is some shit you would see in New Japan. This is great. The grizzled young vet versus Everrise. Imperium is a jumping Everrise to beat the shit out of him. And basically says, hey, you're not going to fight no losers. You're going to fight Imperium. Uh, Hard-hitting match. This was a great match. Uh, big shouts out to Fabian Eichner. Always bringing in the hard action and freaking... Um, um, uh, the freaking James Drake. James Drake is the star of the Grizzled Young Vets for sure. Like I said, very hard-hitting match. Nasty brain buster by Fabian. Oh, my Lord. This man has legit probably one of the best brain busters I've ever seen. Uh, Fabian with the crazy dive where he just balances using his feet. Uh, Everrise ends up coming back. They attack both men. Uh, both teams end up getting disqualified. Both teams get up and basically look at Everrise and be like, you fucking bastards. Then they run away. Fucking, this, is, this is good stuff. Uh, Timothy Thatcher is holding another one of those seminar classes. Uh, Champa ends up interrupting him as soon as it starts. Uh, Timmy tries to take him down, but it does not work. Uh, freaking Champa ends up getting attacked by one of the students instead. Uh, the students ends up, I think, getting turned into a chicken or something. And then he goes away. Uh, but good stuff here. Uh, very good stuff by Imperium. Very good stuff by Bologna Salami. And freaking, I said baloney salami. <laughs> Jesus, they told me Fabian Eichner is uh, Italian and I call him baloney salami. Uh, Champa, like I said, uh, freaking Champa ends up interrupting uh, Timothy Thatcher's uh, freaking um, class. Um, freaking Timmy tries to take him down, but the student ends up attacking Champa after Champa's trying to hype up the student. Uh, Timmy ends up choking out Champa with a fart face lock. Gonna be very excited for this match. This this match is gonna be crazy. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez versus uh, Shati Blackheart in the ladder match. Again, this does not compare to the pay-per-view quality match that we got between Pete Dunne and Kyle O'Reilly. But this match was very good. Shati Blackheart drop kicks a ladder into Raquel's face. Raquel with the steel steps. The Shati's face. Oof, that looks really nasty. Shati with a nasty senton to the outside. Uh, both teams all end up jumping the guardrail and going at it. Andy Hartwell is the only one trying to be smart. She's trying to get the briefcase. EO comes in, springs up to Raquel's back. That was awesome, like a little Spider-Man backpack. Uh, EO from Moonsault takes out everybody. Shati ends up winning the match, and they have the team advantage going into war games. Which is so weird, a babyface team having a team advantage going into war games. But like I said, they're trying to not be too predictable. Because basically everyone who's won that match is heel. So kind of a smart idea to get, get try something new. But that was NXT. NXT was always a solid show. It's good shit. Yeah, it's not the Vince McMahon type of good shit. But, you know, that's such good shit. That's different. You know what I mean? All right, let's get into Smack of Down now. Roman Reigns, the big dog himself, the tribal chief, uh, comes off for an interview with uh, Caleb Braxton. Roman ends up getting mad at Caleb. He basically just stops stops communicating. He's not dealing with this. He even said, Paul, why'd you give me this fucking amateur? You know what I mean? Uh, Kevin Owens comes out, and he basically wants a TLC match tonight. 
not happening, of course. Like I said, TLC's shaping up to be a pretty good show. You got AJ and Drew in the TLC match, and now you got uh, freaking Kevin Owens and uh, Roman Reigns in the TLC match. It's going to be good shit. Uh, Bailey versus Natty, and I'm still trying to wrap my head around this. So, Bailey takes a clean tap-out loss to Natalia. I understand that Natty is, you know, you know, awesome. She's great. She's a really good wrestler, but she has the personality of a dread dry waste marker. You know what I'm saying? So, I just can't believe that she beat Bailey clean. Bailey, like, I don't even know what to say. Uh, Rey Mysterio and Daniel Bryan and uh, versus Biggie and Ziggler for the freaking um, Pat Patterson IC tribute match. This is a fun match, dude. This fun match. Biggie's got new entrance music and he also comes out back with the chalk, which is fucking awesome. Uh, like I said, if only he could match a new personality. That's not the new days. This is gonna be pretty great. This is gonna be pretty great. Uh, Pat McAfee, uh, I mean, Pat McAfee ends up being an annoying dick of all boys. You know, what are you going to do? Um, freaking, all former IC champions, basically, over here. They're for, like, uh, Sammy. It's okay, Sammy, it's okay. Uh, uh, Sammy Zayn, freaking, um, sorry, uh, the guys get forward. So, yeah, it's Rey Mysterio and uh, Daniel Bryan and Biggie versus Ziggler and Sammy and shit. I almost forgot there's a three-on-three. Three. Uh, Sammy turns Rey into, uh, basically, Rey, you know, he goes for the springboard bulldog. Uh, Sammy ends up, I mean, Sammy ends up turning into a blue thunderbomb midway. Sammy tries to steal the win, but Bryan turns it into a steal him for himself. And he ends up getting the yes lock. So, the nice small package. Is he winning? Oh, yeah. Uh, interview were backstage with Carmella and Sasha Banks. Uh, fucking, this was just weird. This is really weird. Sasha is saying that she basically, she always needs help to win if you're Carmella. Uh, Sasha and her evil freaking whispers the whole time. Sasha, she's whispering. I, I do feel like she was trying to do the Jake Roberts thing, but it backfired. She's like whispering, whispering, whispering. I'm like, Sasha, what the fuck? Speak up. That's so weird. Uh, Buddy Murphy versus uh, King Corbin. Uh, Dominic's outfits are getting more and more hilarious every time I see. Every time this guy, this kid wears normal clothes, it's pretty funny. Uh, Corbin brings back up the Forgotten Son. This is a uh, security guard because all the shenanigans the Raven Serial family pulled on... Uh, Big corpse the other time, so uh, let's see if God sends back. Um, Murphy with a big victory. Freaking, um, yeah, Murphy with a big, big, big B trigger. Corbin brings in the boys, he tells them to destroy Rey Mysterio and Don McNick. Uh, it gets destroyed. Corbin ends up taking the advantage and in 100 days for the win. It's like I said, don't ever still fall for this. Is really not worth it. <laughs> Backstage segment with Street Profits and Cesaro is back. That was the main takeaway from this. Otis and Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns and uh, Jay Uso. Roman does a follow up because you know Jay signed him up for this match, and exactly what he told Jay before. Learn your some respect, 
slow your roll and do not insult me in anything or you want to add me into anything. But like I said, it's Otis Kevin Owens for Roman Reigns and thing. Uh, Roman doesn't show up. Jay is going out alone for a good portion of the match. Uh, Reigns finally comes out mid-match. I'm like, it took him long enough. I really thought he was actually going to be number 30. I actually thought. Um, freaking, um, uh, started as a handicap match. It's hilarious how it started as a handicap match on Kevin Owens. And then good storytelling and all that stuff let you turn it into a handicap match for that side. So that was pretty smart. Uh, basically, uh, sh- Yes, all right. Let's see. Uh, Jay Uso's trash talk is getting better and better through these matches, too. It's pretty great. Uh, Roman ends up getting DQ'd. Uh, he chokes out Owens. And like I said, we have a feud in our hands. We have a feud. You know what I mean? Uh, Jay is not listening to Roman. They jump over Owens with... Just a regular uh, Oops, sorry. I dropped my mic. Didn't hear that. Uh, but like I said, Jay is now listening. Uh, they jump Owens with the chair. Uso splash with a chair on Owens' chest. Roman destroys Jay with a chair after that and says basically he's only doing this because he cares. And he doesn't want to see him make the same mistakes that I did. Like, uh, okay, man, whatever you say. But that was SmackDown. Alright, let's end things off with uh, NXT, some NXT TakeOver. NXT TakeOver War Games! Uh, War Games is usually one of the best shows of the year. Uh, like I said, I love the War Games match. I'm glad they were able to fit it in the arena that they're in. The Capital Wrestling Center or whatever. But this this was an exciting time. Uh, I love the whole show. But, um, all the matches are pretty good, but let's get right into it. We started off with the women's war game match. Uh, Ember Moon and Dakota Kai started off for their teams. Uh, Kai hits the chiropractor, which is such a cool fucking move. I wish she would have kept it as her finish. Uh, Blackheart is in next. By the way, they come out in this big-ass super tank, by the way, that actually shoots things. They tried to shoot something at Dakota Kai. It's like a big nerf thing. That was pretty dope. But Blackheart comes in next. She brings in the toolbox. Kai is getting the shit beat out of her by everybody. Uh, Raquel comes in next. Tour of the Island Slam by Raquel. Uh, Raquel starts using Dakota Kai as a weapon, which is hilarious. Um, Rhea comes out next. She uses the toolbox and she finds this hammer. Old Aces and Eight style. Uh, she starts beating the crap out of these girls with the hammer. Uh, Rhea's tossing Kai so hard into the steel walls. Lord, I thought Kai took a lot of punishment here, man. I give her a lot of credit. Uh, Rhea and Raquel, you know, they do their stare down. They go at it. Uh, Tony comes in. She brings in a bunch of WWE's favorite weapon, kendo sticks. Uh, she exposes a bunch of turnbuckles. She basically turns to Toriano from New Japan. EO comes out last, but they will not let her in the match. She keeps trying to get in there. EO's trying to bring in ladder. She's trying to go nuts, but Raquel and Tony keep stopping her, stopping her. At one time, Tony Storm takes her um, studded belt and like uses it to close the door. They are not letting EO get in here. So EO's the last member of their team. Uh, freaking uh, Candice is the last member of the other team, the heel team. Uh, Indy Hartwell comes out and attacks EO. Doesn't let her in there either. Uh, Shotty gets jumped by every single girl uh, with kendo sticks. 
EO ends up climbing on top of the cage and puts herself in a trash can. She was smiling the whole time. I thought that was hilarious because she knows how like stupid and cool this is about to be. She puts herself in the trash can and jumps off. That was kind of crazy. Uh, Kai puts EO back in the trash can, gives her a, a double foot stomp so hard that EO got stuck inside the trash can. I was like, yo, that's crazy. Uh, Ember Moon with one of the, 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 probably the craziest move of the whole pay-per-view. She stacks up two chairs, but like not on the floor. She sits them up. Dakota Kai is about to get up. Ember Moon hits the eclipse on the edges of the chair, the top edges to the throat of Dakota Kai. I thought Dakota Kai was dead. Uh, Ember Moon has been killing ever since going back to NXT. Uh, Shotty with a senton off the ladder. Onto Candace on a pile of chairs. Raquel with the power bomb, the one arm power bomb through the ladder to EO for the win. I did not see the heels winning this match. I for sure thought the baby faces were going to win because you know Shotzi was at an advantage and you know the war and the tank and all that stuff. But the heels win and Raquel's got the big win. Like I said, keep pushing this woman. She's great. Uh, we end up circling back into Champa versus Timothy Thatcher. Um, I had a lot of high hopes for this match, and it's exactly what I wanted. These guys beat the shit out of each other. Uh, Champa is looking like the Shredder when he came out um, freaking for his entrance. I thought it was really dope looking. Uh, very, very, very hard-hitting match. So uh, Timothy takes control in the beginning with a lot of the chain wrestling. Champa basically says, "Fuck it, we're we're just gonna we're just gonna fight." Start beating the shit out of each other. Champa hits a bunch of knees. Um, very V-trigger-ish. He hits a bunch of more knee tremblers. Uh, he hits one so hard that it basically makes uh, Timmy's ear explode. His ear legit just exploded. It's blood everywhere. It looked disgusting. Um, freaking, he's about to beat the crap out of him. He keeps trying to hit Willow's bell. But Timmy won't let it happen. Uh, Champa traps Timmy in the, in the ropes. Beats the shit out of him. He gets another knee in there. Finally hits Willow's Bells for the win. And um, this is two guys that needed to win. I don't like that Timmy keeps taking a lot of L's. But sadly, Champa also has taken a lot of L's. So Champa needed to win the most. And like I said, Champa's the one that you want to keep throwing out there. Because he, he's fucking great. But Timmy's awesome too. So definitely going to be a great North American champion soon. Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Grimes, too. Moon in a strap match. Uh, this match was okay. Uh, I feel like this match was the weakest match of the show. Uh, Grimes attacks Loomis before the match even starts, beating him with the strap. He refused to use the strap they wanted to him. He wanted to use his own strap. Grimes is getting thrown wall to wall. You know, uh, uh, Loomis starts coming back. Grimes puts a sack over the head of Dexter Loomis, how they did before in their uh, blindfold match or whatever. So it's beating the crap out of Loomis. Uh, Loomis finally makes a comeback. He ends up um, kind of like making Grimes fall face first into a chair. Locks in the choke for the win. Uh, fucking, this is a good match. This is a good match. It's just the weakest match of the show. Uh, Leon Ruff versus Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano for the North American title. What a fantastic match. This was awesome. This was probably my favorite match of the night, hilariously. It was probably this. The women's war games match and then the men war game match. But this was definitely my favorite match of the night. Uh, Leon Ruff is really good, man. He's pretty good. Uh, Priest with the razor's edge threw a whole entire wall to Leon Ruff. And then the man got really sad about it. He was not happy what he just did. 
Uh, sliced bread by Johnny Gargano for a near fall. Well, rough back in it again. He dives onto Johnny and Damian Priest. A rough with a cool rebound clothesline where he ends up like hugging the whole entire top rope for a near fall. That was dope. Uh, double flatliner by Priest. He stacks them up both and just flatlines both of them. Uh, rough lawn darted uh, into Priest. That was cool. South of the heaven onto Johnny, but I like the way Priest did it because he grabbed Johnny from the outside and brought him all the way inside. Then comes in the screen, boys. Uh, the three masked men come out. They jump Priest. Priest takes them out. One last one comes out um, with a pipe. He hits Priest. Then one final beat onto Ruff. Johnny wins the North American title. It took four screen guys to do it. And, of course, the big reveal, which we all knew, the last screen guy was Austin Theory. Um, so, definitely, we're going to... So, we have Indy Hartwell working with Candice, and now we have Austin Theory working with Johnny. So, this is definitely going to be a faction. Then, the main event, the last match, the men's war games match. Um, Kyle and uh, Pete Dunn started off. Oni is in next. Kyle is getting the shit beat out of him. He hits a big King Kong knee drop onto Oni. Um, Bobby Fish is in. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. Bobby Fish going to get injured. Uh I loved all the Red Dragon stuff. They hit their whole entire Red Dragon offense. Danny Burch is in next. Still so weird to see Danny Burch in the main event scene. Because like I said, this guy's really good. I've always thought they were really good. Uh, he comes in with a bunch of cricket bats. And I'm like, damn, this guy's definitely from the UK. What's that? He's going to go to Cheeky Nando's after. Uh, Roddy's in next. Roddy does my favorite thing where, he, you know, it's the Roddy versus the world train, as I call him. He stacks up a bunch of dudes. He stacks up three of the dudes, and he starts doing the elbow train where he starts running back and forth, hitting them with elbows. Uh, Pat McAfee comes in last. He ends up bringing in a table for each member of the uh, UE. They all have their names on it. Uh, Pat with a beautiful moonsault through the table into the freaking um, very, very Kurt Angle-esque. Uh, freaking Adam Cole is in. Powerbomb on Pete through the table. It will not break. I am the table. Roddy says, fuck it. He just goes to the top and just dives through this awkward splash. I'm like, I think I've never seen Roddy high fly before. Uh, the whole UE ends up finally jumping Pat. Uh, Pat with a beautiful swanton off the top of the cage. But he, I swear to God, no one caught this man. This dude legit just ate shit. Oh, it was such a beautiful swanton though. Uh, brain Buster by Kyle into the onto the middle strip of the steel thing, holding both rings together. Panama Sunrise, Kyle, uh, Pat ends up kicking out. Uh, the bitter end on the edge of the chair I thought was over. Because I, I thought for sure the heels were going to go over here too. But yeah, a bitter end on the throat of Adam Cole. Uh, UE wins war games by Kyle hitting a King Kong knee drop top with a chair to the face and uh yeah war games is a fantastic show like i said the women's war games match was really really good uh champa and timmy was really good uh loomis and grimes was the weakest match of the show but it's not wasn't bad uh my favorite match was definitely leon ruff damian priest and johnny i'm telling you damian priest and johnny and you had rough in there they got good ass match. and uh the undisputed era have a better record in the war games match now but freaking um yeah, but that's it for me. I'll catch you guys next time. Peace out, you know. Um follow the podcast wherever it goes. Uh UUSK92 for all the social media, same thing with the YouTube channel. And yeah, I'll catch you guys next time. Peace out.